This episode of Organized Chaos is sponsored by my free guided meditation called Breathing Space. This is a seven-minute guided meditation for mom entrepreneurs to relax, take time for themselves, and bring calm and clarity into their day. You can download it right now at organizedchaospodcast.com forward slash meditation. If you've been looking to de-stress from endless to-do list and you want a moment to silence the noise and gain some clarity, this is the meditation you want to listen to. It's going to help you take just a few minutes daily for yourself to calm your mind and regain your power. Don't feel overwhelmed ever again and use this to guide you towards more balance in your life. You can download a breathing space for free right now at organizedchaospodcast.com forward slash meditation. Hey, my name is Teresa Hildebrand and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Organized Chaos. Today I have a special guest speaker. I have Cassie Parks with me. She is the fairy godmother for people who struggle to manifest more than just parking spaces. Through her positive reality podcast, books, and online coaching program, she shakes up your approach to using the law of attraction while making it all feel easy, practical, and of course, fun. Her insights have been featured on Colorado's Best in the Huffington Post and one of the most downloaded episodes of Primal Blueprint. When she's not teaching people how to attract more money, you can find her in the pool, having a dance party with her favorite kiddos, concocting powerful female leads for her novelas, and occasionally sipping on her favorite chocolate cake champagne cocktail. And I wanted to bring Cassie on because I know that money is a touchy subject and I I don't think it should be. I think that she will be a great person to speak on this and how we can navigate through maybe some of the issues that we have around money. And if you're a business owner or you want to become a business owner, this is definitely a subject that you want to dive into if you've ever had any troubles with money or thoughts about money. So without further ado, here is Cassie. Today, I have Cassie Parks with us. Now, you heard a little bit of her bio, but of course, I do want to dive into her story. First, I want to say welcome, Cassie. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go into a little bit of your backstory and how you got to becoming a money mindset coach. Absolutely. Um, So I can go way back. I, I like to make the story as short as possible, but people often have this question, you know, when was the first time I manifested money? Mm-hmm. And I was 12 or 13. It was in eighth grade. There was a fundraiser. If you sold so many things, you could get entered into this drawing and there were five $20 bills they were giving away. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and I sold the things. And then before I went to sleep, I visualized getting my name called and walking down the stairs from my seat and getting the $20 bill. And the next day it was the third name called. And so that's kind of where it started. And I would love to say I was one of those people who's like, oh yeah. And then I was manifesting like crazy since I was like 12. That's not, <laughs> that's not um, how it went. Um, but I always 
believed, you know, in the law of attraction, I always say I learned a law of attraction in, you know, science class, like attracts, like, um, Mm -hmm. I was an athlete. So I think it was more exposed to visualization and things like that in an earlier time. And I, you know, I thought I was using the law of attraction and I wanted to build a coaching practice and I, I wasn't leveraging it. Right. I wasn't doing it. I was doing a lot of pushing. And what happened is I got to a point where I did a lot of letting go and then actually started leveraging the law of attraction. And I manifested enough passive income to leave my corporate job. And about six months before I before I left my job, I had outlined this course. My friend was saying she was in a, um, in a multi-level marketing, um, that was her business. And she was like, you know, I don't know how to tell if people are blowing me off. They say, oh, it's the money. Or if they really don't have, you know, if they're really interested or they just use the money as an excuse. And like, I had this idea and I said, oh, I could teach anyone how to manifest $350. And I was like, I'll just write you up a course and you could give it to them. And if they do the work, you know, that it was the money. And if they don't do it, you know, they were just blowing you off. And that night I outlined the course and it was until I, after I quit my job that I wrote the course. And when I wrote it, I wrote it, it's called, it was called money, money, money. At first (laughs) I launched it. There was over 170 people um, that took it the first time. And I just did it because it was, it was, felt good. I was like, Oh, when I quit my job, I'm like, I need to take this course because while I have enough money, it's less than my income was. I could feel myself tightening up about money and stuff like that. And I knew enough to know, like you have to change your mindset. And so I, you know, I wrote the course and I did the course as I wrote it. And then I launched it. Um, and then people, that's what they wanted to learn from me. So The thing that I'm thinking about and probably what the listeners are thinking about is, okay, when you talk about manifesting money or manifesting anything in your life, it's not just about, Hey, just like, Hey, I wish this was happening to me, or I wish I had this much money. And then it's just going to happen. Right. It's not about just like wishing, wishing for things, right. Because there's always steps in between to getting to manifesting whatever it is that you want. So how would you explain that to someone who is, who wants to manifest money? Absolutely. The steps in between. Mm -hmm. Um, You're absolutely right. And I always tell people this, the wanting is not the becoming that it takes to manifest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a process. You have to become, I was working on an Instagram post a couple of days ago, right? And it was like a Google, you know, how to have a million dollars tomorrow. And my quote says, oh, you have to do the work to become the person who has a million dollars in their bank account, right? And so those steps look very different than people think. Um, We, a lot of times get caught up in the action and that's where people get off. The steps really are set the intention, Um, start paying attention to the evidence that it's happening, start catching your thoughts and your beliefs and your behaviors Mm -hmm. um, to notice if you're becoming and you're closing the gap between that person who has, you know, 10,000 extra dollars or that person who does, you know, today you would like 10,000 more dollars. That's where I start with my clients. And are you becoming the person? Are you closing that gap between who you are today and that person in the future who has that 10,000? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think one of the biggest things people, the biggest mistakes people make is that they think number one, we talked about like wanting is mm-hmm. manifesting. Mm-hmm. And number two, that they're exactly the same. 
Um, but just with $10,000. And that's not true because even any listener right now, if you had $10,000 more in your bank account, you would be thinking a little bit differently. You right. would believe things differently, right? You would see more opportunity or more possibility. You would behave differently because you had $10,000 sitting in your savings or your checking account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes me think about um, something that I've been learning um, like that revolves around this. It's, it's called be, do, have. So you become the person that is going to manifest that money. You do the work that it takes to actually then have the money. So it's almost like people have it backwards where they think they have to have something in order to become that person, but it's the, the internal work, right. That has to happen that will eventually get you to where you want to go. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a question because this is something that as a coach, I find with people who I'm working with, um, there's always this money mind block or these limiting beliefs around money, especially, and, and there's no other word to like really explain it. But what I find it's like, people think it's icky, like icky to want money or just icky to like make money. So why do you think people feel this way, particularly about money? (laughs) This answer might not be what you're expecting. I don't think it matters. Mm. I think in exploring why we feel that way, we are creating more of that feeling Mm -hmm. because we're creating more. So if I had an explanation for that, then everybody could go dig into that explanation and, oh, I must feel this way before that. And then they think they have to try and fix that and have to do this. Mm -hmm. And what I really teach people is that what we believe right now doesn't matter. It's the story we write next. It's who we want to step into and who we want to become. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are so many reasons. And I think if you get to a place where you have a lot of money and you want to look back and be like, oh, where did that belief come from? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great way to do it. But I think it stalls our progress to do it in the beginning. Mm. That's such a great point. I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. So, um, why is manifesting money one of the best ways to learn how to leverage the law of attraction? Uh, Cause there's a built-in scorecard. Mm-hmm. So we see, okay, how are we, you know, how are we doing? And we always track um, in my group, how much money is coming in? Where's that coming from? Whether it's a penny or somebody gets a check for 10,000 or 50,000, which happens. Um, we're always tracking that. And so it gives you that, um, you know, when you're using money as the tool to learn, you can see quicker, like, oh, I am getting results. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is happening. Versus if we're trying to attract our soulmate, which might be a little bit longer of a process, there might not be as many, you know, things to say, this is working along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but with money, it happens gradually, um, which is one of the things that people, you know, so often people think if they intend to manifest $10,000, some it's going to come in a check 10 thousand dollars all at once, which Mm -hmm. does happen, but more likely it comes $500. It comes, you know, in, in saving this over there, it comes in, you know, going and getting, you know, two new clients popping out of nowhere, right. Out of the ordinary type of a thing. It comes from um, smaller amounts that add up to that amount. Yeah. And it's, it's like those small wins along the way, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. That's always, that's always a nice journey to have. 
Um, and I, and I can only think about like the people who like win the lottery and like, they win this massive amount of money all at once. And, you know, if someone is intentional about making money and manifesting money, and they see that gradual progression, like that's such a, like a much better feeling. And you also start to learn different things, um, to, to create more of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I mean, the studies have shown over and over again, people don't hold on to that big win money and it's because you didn't become anyone different, Exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have to believe something is going to happen before you can manifest it? I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think so often this is a place where people get caught up in the law of attraction. They think they have to believe it. And so they spend all this time trying to get themselves to believe them to believe that it's possible. It can happen. Da, 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 da. And again, what you're doing is you're spending time in the energy of not believing. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to convince yourself you're not believing you're putting energy in the not believing to try and get yourself to believe. And the law of attraction is where we put our energy. Like that's where we get out, where we put our energy, where we put our focus. And we're focusing on trying to change that belief, believe more, believe more. That must be the mistake. What we're really doing is saying, it's not working. I don't believe it. It's not working. I don't believe it. I have to try harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe belief evolves. Mm-hmm. It, it evolves with us. So thinking you can manifest $10,000, Um, you don't have to believe that you have to think like, Oh, maybe it's possible. I don't necessarily believe it's 100% going to happen when you start, but just that little bit of belief, like it's possible or, Oh, maybe I, but maybe I couldn't get 10,000, but maybe I would, I would manifest too that those beliefs open up to the bigger belief. And as we go through the journey, your beliefs evolve and it's more important to keep moving forward, I think, than try to wrangle that belief that it's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, we have some deep rooted beliefs, um, about many different topics. Right. And I, and I guess what you're saying is that you just have to kind of poke a little hole in it and just make it where it, it seems plausible that you can, you know, manifest $10,000 or something like that, that belief may still be there that there's like, you know, Oh, it, it, it may not be possible, but you just kind of open the door a little bit just so that you can start to see opportunities. Right. Cause I think that's, that's the main thing I, I feel like in my life, it's about having an open mind and seeking opportunities and seeing kind of like the abundance or having an abundance mindset that something is, is going to happen or an opportunity is going to come or I'm going to find it right. Rather than trying to completely change a belief that, like you said, like putting the energy in that you're just going to find more of that rather than what you really want to find. Right. Absolutely. And our beliefs that are deep rooted and we've held for a long time, we didn't get them one day. We didn't wake up and be like, Oh, I'm going to believe this today. And it stuck around. They evolved as well. And so, yeah, it's just natural that when we want to change those, it's an evolutionary process. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, why does stepping into your, let's say your future self create more lasting change than trying to fix yourself? Yeah. Um, and this is what, 
this is what I do and I help people do because we've touched on it two or three times already, right? When we, when we're trying to fix anything, we're trying to change anything. We are focused in what's not working and we're putting all of our energy and all of our focus in what's not working. But if you can work from the place of, okay, there is a version of me that has $10,000 more dollars, mm-hmm. or I work very long-term with my clients five years from now. Okay. Mm-hmm. That person exists in some form of the universe that has all of these things five years from now, we can close the gap. We can bring that future self. Um, you can look at your future self. You can look at that person who has $10,000 more in their bank account and you can ask, what do they believe? Mm-hmm. What do they think about money? And then you can compare it to who you are now and you can make a choice. Ah, do I want to be more like them or do I want to continue in this path? And choices are so much easier than changing beliefs Mm -hmm. when it's a choice. Ah, do I want to believe more like the person who has $10,000 or do I want to keep here? I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to lean on that belief. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to be more like him or her. I'm going to choose that. And so it keeps us out of the trying to fix things because law of attraction, if we're trying to fix things, we're always going to find more things to fix. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So, you know, you talked a little bit about um, kind of envisioning, I guess, um, who you would want to be or how, what you would want to have. Do you do some type of vision casting with your clients? Um, I don't use that term and I don't think actually that's what I do. So we go through, um, we do five years out, we do, um, it's a, a kind of two different parts of what I do. One is we start with that money. And that we build. Um, And we just, we start um, just with little shifts and then open up to sort of, okay, who is this person with money that you want to be? When we do the five year, the future self work, we deep dive and we spend, um, we decide what you want to be true in five years. And then we go to the place where that is true. So it's not so much a vision. I use scripting. Mm -hmm. Um, So we will pick three days in that life. And we will script every detail of that life from what you saw when you woke up, um, you know, to what you saw when you walked to the bathroom in the morning, to the way it felt to get in your car, um, every single moment, not just the things that we want to be true, Mm -hmm. but all of the moments in between that are also true because of all of the things that we want to be true. Wow. I love that. So, um, who who do you work with primarily or who do you find you attract? Yeah. Anyone who wants to make the law of attraction work, um, to manifest money in the life of their dreams. My clients range from anyone in their twenties to their seventies. Um, and they are, I have entrepreneurs, but I also have people who have jobs. They have moms. I have men, I have women. There is no, for me, it's just the person who wants to learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest money and then the life of their dreams. Mm -hmm. So do you continue to also do that for yourself? Absolutely. Um, I go through the same work that I give my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do, we have daily assignments that are in my system. I do the daily assignments and I follow the same protocol um, that I put them through. So right now I'm in 
um, because we go money manifesting future self, money manifesting future self. Right now I'm in money manifesting. And so I do the exact same thing. I do my 20 minute assignment a day, same as them, and just keep going through the course, uh, the same as they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you, you're still progressing and you're still going through the growth, um, do you find yourself sometimes struggling with certain things? Um, maybe some, some blocks or some mind blocks. I mean, I never use the word block. So, mm-hmm. cause I'm never blocked. I will never talk about being blocked because as soon as we say I'm blocked, mm-hmm. we're blocked. Yeah. Right. I mean, one of my easiest tools, if you're, if you're saying to yourself, I'm blocked or I'm stuck, just stop saying that, mm-hmm. like just stop saying that and see what opens up. Um, because when we say that our brain finds all the reasons it's like, Oh, we're blocked. Oh, okay. Let me block everything. That's good from, from you seeing it. Right. Cause we're blocked or we're stuck. Same thing with we're stuck. Um, I still grow, you know, if you're growing, you're growing, there's always going to be growing pains or they look different than they did five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but every time you up level, I truly believe that you go through your process, which looks different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it's really easy, right? We just, it's like, we float on up. And sometimes we're like climbing up the side of a mountain. And Mm -hmm. for me, you just keep doing the work. Uh, The same thing as I tell my clients. So if I feel like, ah, it's not working today. I mean, I never tell that story Um, because I don't want to tell the story of anything that I don't want more of. So I'm very, very conscious not to use any of that. Um, and always my first thing is, okay, if I'm feeling off, if I'm feeling anything, have I been consistent in my work? And if, oh, I only got two days instead of five last week. And then week before that was only three, then I know what that problem is. And most generally the thing that gets in our way is that we stop doing the thing that's working. Mm. And what, let's dig a little deeper into that. Like, why do you think that is? Why do I think when we stop doing the work? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's what's moving us forward. So if we are growing, right, it's when we're, when we stop doing that. And I think that there are moments in growth where you can sort of pause growth and just live and grow into where you are. Yeah. Um, but when we're putting that energy into growth and work, like we're fueling the system. So, you know, for my clients and me in particular, when we're connecting to our future self, it's that connection. What I always say is we're inviting our future selves to the table. And if we stop inviting them to the table for a week or longer, Mm. they're not going to be at the table. They're not going to be with us on our journey and they're not going to be guiding us because we don't have that connection. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of things that I've learned. And I think that the most important thing is that just to become aware of your words and your thoughts, right. So that you're not attracting more of what you don't want. So you can have the energy and the, you know, ability to attract what you do want. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Cassie. This was so much fun. If someone wants to check you out, get a hold of you, how can they do that? You just go to more Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E dot com and all the ways that you would love to get a hold of me, whether you love books or podcasts or you want to check out the website, you can do it there. 
I love that more Cassie. It's kind of like, <laughs> you're still using those words, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. So I'll make sure that I put those links at in the show notes so that people can check you out. But I want to thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast on iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.